and also verses 42 to 58. Please, if you look along on the screens or in your bulletins. Hear the word of the Lord. If in Christ we have, the, we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been risen from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. So is it with the resurrection of the dead, what is sown is perishable, what is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there's also a spiritual body. Thus it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the natural, and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. As with the man of dust, so also are those who are of dust, of the dust. And as is the man of heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. Just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. I'll tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable and this mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the, imperish the, the imperishable and the mortal puts on immorality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O oh, death, where is your victory? O oh, death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. That was the Lord of the Lord. Good morning. I'm Howard Brown, the pastor here at Christ Central Church, and a happy Resurrection Day and celebration and Easter. Um, and as uh, Alicia, who was singing up here, said just the other day, welcome our CME Christians. Church, Christmas, right? Mother's Day and Easter. Welcome to y'all. I know y'all here. That's good. I'm glad you could join us. I hope it works out for you. 
for this special celebration. We're going to take a break from our sermon series on Kings, and we're going to go um, take a peek at what the Bible says about the resurrection of Jesus and its effects on you and me and our lives. There's no other way to talk about the resurrection than it's a game changer. It changes the whole story and trajectory of faith, of the lives of believers. Take, for example, quarterbacks like the Panthers, Cam Newton, or Clemson's Deshaun Watson. Or in basketball, Golden State's Steph Curry. Or Cleveland's LeBron James. Or a gymnast like Simone Biles. Or having someone like Drake or DJ Khaled be on or produce your track. Or having Jennifer Lawrence or Viola Davis star in a movie. Or having Bobby Flay do the cooking, right? These people are what I would describe as game changers, winners. And they make what you do work, and they make what wouldn't and shouldn't happen, happen. Make them sell, be celebrated, premier, be revolutionary, even be delicious. Jesus Christ, the one who is central to the faith, to our faith, here at Christ Central, Christ Central, did not appear in a Super Bowl. Nope. Not in a major motion picture or a national championship game. Yes, he might have miraculously fed thousands lunch one day, but his fish sandwiches would not win a Michelin star. No, he could not make the 808s hum and probably could not rock the microphone. No, he would not and did not sell a lot of tickets, though he got a, got a lot of attention. And he wouldn't have the opportunity to thank uh, himself at the Oscars, right? <laughs> but he did, know, he did what no other worldly game changer and winner did or could do. Jesus, God come in the flesh, was crucified like a criminal. And took all that was bad and evil about every person who ever lived and believed on him, on himself, and stunk it up before a holy God. And thus, get this, was condemned to hell by God. And then in the greatest comeback in human history, beat hell, beat sin, our sin, beat Satan. And then rose again in the flesh to be seated and crowned the eternal King of Kings, Lord and Lord of Lords. Can you say game changer, franchise, superstar, revolutionary? It's safe to say that all he did was win. And as a, good, as a result, good news, if he lives in you and me, all we do is win. Often sermons and messages and directions I get from God comes from my time of praise and prayer through music. And the Spirit speaks. So I was listening to and meditating with Christian music. I kept it on the Christian channel in my car. I don't know how, right? Get going in the background and, and getting ready, especially for this Easter Sunday. Somehow, it was not a Christian song that kept ringing in my ears. It was a small sliver of common grace from DJ Khaled's, along with rappers Ludacris, Snoop Dogg, and T-Pain in the chorus of the song. All I do is win that wouldn't let go. I wish it was an Easter standard. <laughs> I'll change it in the hymn book. 
Christ the Lord is risen today. That's good. But we need to add, you know, all I do is win. Need to change some of the verses, not all appropriate. So don't be like, Pastor Brown said we could watch, listen to this song, Mom. Pastor Brown said don't listen to that song. Because <laughs> there's lots of self-praise and other off-color storytelling. But much of the chorus could be the theme for our reading today. Goes something like this for those of you. I'm going to try not to rap it because I kind of like it. Like good workout music. Let them use me. That's right. Amen. Don't start this, guys. I'm trying to be formal. I'm trying. We got a lot of guests today. I don't want them to think I'm crazy, but I am. All I do is win, win, no matter what. Now, this, this verse is not so biblical, this one. Got money on my mind. I can never get enough probably true for some of us and every time I step up and step up in the building everybody hands go up and they stay there <laughs> sorry had to do a little pause there and they say yeah and they stay there up down up down because all I do is win 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 and if you're going to going in put your hands in the air make them stay there right that's a worship song, y'all, right? Put your hands in the air and make them stay there, right? Clearly, it was more than money on Jesus' mind. It was you and me that he could never get enough of. But on Easter Sunday, all he did was win, right? He won through losing, but he won us by rising. Now, I'm not going to belabor the point of this part of the story. We already did plenty of the, the death and suffering narrative on Good Friday service. For those of us who attended that service uh, where we worshiped together with our sister churches, Hope and North Cross, where we saw that Jesus was basically crowned and died the king of losers, a king for people like you and me who had lost our way and have lost our way. Jesus, for us, lost everything and experience any kind of loss you and I could when he was on the cross. And though he suffered loss and died in a shameful, scornful fashion, it was bad for him, but the beginning of a good story for you and me. He was actually winning through losing. Look with me at verse 42 from our reading today. It says, so it is with the resurrection of the dead hear this description. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. Right? It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in a natural body. It is raised also, I mean, sorry, it is raised a spiritual body. If there's a natural body, there is a spiritual body. Thus it is written, the first Adam became a, a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. The Apostle Paul is using a farming illustration, for the most part here, where in order for there to be fruit or results or, or, or seeds, uh, or results, seeds must go into the ground, and then with those seeds, right, mixed in with mud and manure and stuff we try to, you know, get off our feet before we come in the house, right? That seed must, in essence, die. It must be broken open in order for life to come out of it. 
What did you see when Jesus, and think about when Jesus died on the cross and he was smeared with the world's dirt and came onto earth to then be beaten up and then buried in the ground, taking on our sin? What was going on? He was winning, right? He was bringing eternal life by losing, winning through losing his life. He had to die to rise. He had to become everything bad that we were to give all that is good to us. He had to bear the burden of each one of us to deliver all of us on the cross and in the grave. He lost all in order to win all. But not just to win the trophy of personal achievement. It's the one man who pulled the Houdini on death. He did it to win people like you and me by rising from the dead. Now, understand that logically, if you just take the way sin works, Jesus could have just suffered for our sin because he was just nice and wanted to take our sins on him because that is what sin does to anyone who'd be willing to subject themselves to it. If Jesus had just died, we would have been very aware of our guilt, the guilt of our sins. It would be like watching a constant convincing over and over and hearing a story over and over of what our sin means and has done before God. And it would have made us really sorry about all the wrong we do, but it would not have been a reversal of our losses due to sin and sin suffering in this world. Look again at verse 45, picking up there. It says, thus it is written, the first Adam, man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a living, life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the natural and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. And was, as was the man of dust, so also are those who are of the dust. And as is the man of heaven, so also are those who are heaven, just as we have... Been, Excuse me, just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. Okay, let's break it down. All of this first Adam and second Adam and man of earth and man of heaven means this, that we are all descendants of one man, Adam and his wife Eve. Adam and Eve, the original parents, where when they sinned, death and sin and sin, suffering and brokenness came into the world and into our hearts. Well, when Jesus came and died, he, like we saw in Good Friday service, became the king of losers, the, the second Adam he was. He took on our properties, our humanity in its fullness, our suffering, and then sin on the cross in its fullness. And by fullness, I don't mean just being fully human, but becoming and carrying on him what Every single human could suffer and has suffered from or fall to or be, or be defeated by in one heavy cross-hanging event. But it also means this. When he won, when he beat death, like the first Adam brought sin and death, when Jesus died and then especially when he rose, he won for us and won us too. He earned us. He inherited us. And like verse 50 says, through him we have been adopted by God, inherited the life he won. His victory has become our victory. Hallelujah. That if all he did was win, they all, that all we do, now all we do is win. We, when he won, when he beat death, when he beat sin, when he beat the grave, he took us with him and on him as his people, as those born again because of him. 
When he rose again, he declared, I want you. I want to give you victory. I I don't want you people to stay losers. I don't want you to stay guilty. I don't want you to stay condemned. Jesus' resurrection was God and Jesus declaring, I refuse to go out like that. I have come to win it all and win all that are mine and win for you all the way. Jesus did not come, right, to halfway win you and me, but all the way. What that means is is he did not come, now hear me carefully, to to just win us a way or a chance or or a scratch-off lotto ticket for eternal life, if we're lucky. We might get eternal life or or to even win us a seat at his conference on eternal life where if we listen well enough and take enough notes and follow his example and look at his instructional video on how to be a better person, then you and I can rise one day too. That is not what he is saying. No, he actually gained, right? He actually won those to eternal life as his who by faith are called and believe in him. He has already won for you and won you and me over. Sorry, I'm just kind of a winner this year, so it's a lot of Clemson illustrations. (laughs) I was back there getting ready. I wish I could change them. It's too late. Sorry, guys. But I finally got to go to the new football operations center at Clemson, thanks to Thomas Austin. I always have to mention his name in a sermon, and I keep getting free tickets and stuff like that. He he said, could you make me the Jesus in the story in your illustrations? I said, no. His wife doesn't want that. Um, Margaret, I've listened. So they used to be members here at Christ Central. Um, But going into the Clemson building, he's a coach there now. So going into Clemson building and and, and seeing all the stuff, all the winning, like they have these big, like monster God-sized pictures of athletes on the wall, right? And then they showed the rings, like they got three of them. Good gravy, all the diamonds. And I've been eyeing on eBay and Amazon a mini championship trophy. It's made of the same substance as the big one, right? Just to hoist it, right? Just because though I watched only, I suffered from my coaching from my couch, right? No, I couldn't have done better than those guys and coaches, even though at times I thought I could. But when that last second drive and touchdown came, Deshaun Watson didn't win. They didn't win. We win, right? We won. I win too. I ran out in the street and screamed, right? So I deserve a ring, a trophy, a picture with the trophy, even authentic, fake, real one of those, right? In Jesus, let me tell you something. There is no joke or fanatic foolishness involved, no fake trophy. The Bible is saying you have the victory because, and if Jesus has the victory, that you and I, those who are believers and would become believers, that all you do is win too because he won already. Look back at verses 42 through 48. I guess we're going to wear this one out a little bit. So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. 
It has sown a natural body. It has raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. Two worlds here, right? Coming together. Thus, it is written, the first Adam became a living being. The last Adam became a living, life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the natural and then the spiritual. The first man was from heaven, a man of dust. That dust, that's the first Adam. The second man is from heaven. That's Christ. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are of the dust, and as is the man of heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. This is what it's saying again. We got the earthly sufferings and sin once again from the first Adam, whom we get into the circle of life with, right? As a matter of fact, when it says natural body here, it can be tra translated animal, right? The animal man, the animal human being, we got a living soul just by being a descendant of Adam. We got the animation, the animal, the soul, right? Uh, but, but we're not just in the circle of life because of Adam. We're in the boxing rink, right? We're in the octagon. Being a, being, being a descendant of Adam put us on the course, the field of life, where we were bound to get beat up and go up and down and be forced to fight, to survive, to be human, to hold on to our sense of worth in a dog-eat-dog -dog world, in our human-animal broken instincts, right? But those who are in Jesus have more. The scripture is saying something bigger that overwhelms, right? And overcomes and takes victory and ownership over the animal, over the soul, over the sin, over the suffering, over the losing results. The same spirit, that's capital S spirit, the Holy Spirit, that raised Jesus from the grave and gave him new life because of his being our second Adam, the man from heaven. Hear this now. That same spirit. Spirit is now working in those and winning us over to him and causing us to win over the world. Okay, we are all natural born sinners. But of Jesus and his spirit coming us, we have become supernaturally reborn champions and winners over life. All we do is win if we are just all we do is lose, rather, if we are just animals. All we do is win if we are animals redeemed by Christ. What that means is this, verse 57. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where's your sting? Oh, death, where... Where's your, sorry, oh death, where's your victory? Oh death, where's your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, hear this part, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me say this and be careful as I do. You know what this is saying? If you're in Jesus, even in the suffering you go through in this world, even in the human sin brokenness. I'm talking about the hunger. I'm talking about the lack. I'm talking about the poverty. I'm talking about the greed, the worry, the fears, the up and downs, the ins and outs, the plain mess of life. If the resurrection power, the person and quickening life of Holy Spirit through Christ is alive in you, then all you do is win. You can't fail in the things Jesus is doing in your life and all the things you do for his glory in this life. I know how hard it is to be obedient to the Lord and follow him. 
I know how many defeats and deflations and all kind of stuff you may suffer along the way. This has been a hard season for many in this country. And after the events of this past summer in Charlotte and across the nation, ethnically and politically and financially, hard seasons. But like Jesus, even in the face of loss or setback, if what we are reading and hearing about the resurrection of power of Jesus at work and alive of those who are his as a person then, on your job, in your joblessness, in your fight against a sin or addiction that won't go away, in your struggling marriage, in your sexual brokenness, and questionable history, and financial struggles, social injustices, and all kind of isms, right? Wrestling with your children and feeling like bad parents on this Easter Sunday, from the Word of God, because of the power of the living Lord Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, even in all of that, all you do and are doing is heading to and amounting to a win. Nothing, nothing is truly beating you if you are in Christ and the living Christ is in you. And that's good news you can't hear anywhere else for truth, right? As they say. Look again at verses, verse 50. I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where's your victory? O death, where's your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Death was defeated by Jesus, which means it will be by you and me who are his. That means he was the winner through the battles of sin and death on the cross and in the grave and against Satan through the many seasons of life. Death was defeated. The Bible says it. It was swallowed up by, the, by his victory. It was not just defeated, right? Jesus took it, right? He took on, he ingested sin, Satan, and the penalty of hell and digested it and lived afterwards. Jesus was stung by sin and took in its poison. Do you know what the laws of God are? The laws of God are like the, the, the warning and direction stuff on the back of a poison bottle, right? And it says, if you drink life, you're going to die. The directions and warnings and labels and writing on the back of life's bottle said he would die and we will too. But Jesus came back after the poison and lives. And one day, our bodies will be animated, not just by our animal souls the next time, but after our body dies, body and soul will be raised and filled with and by the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit, hear this now, will have so much power when it comes to raise us up again. Our bodies will be changed and made imperishable. 
What is powerful on the inside will make the shell that we'll live in heaven and back on a new earth on the outside no longer able to be punctured, right? Luke Cage style, right? By death sting. But primarily not no longer punctured, uh, punctured by death sting because there will be no more death to do any stinging. But all said it means this. For those of you, like me, who are in the quarters, in the sessions, in the semesters, in the cycles, right? In the gears, uh, in the seasons of life on this side of death, experiencing and seeing all sorts of deadliness and suffering and death, the scripture is saying, keep your hands and your heart and your heads up up to the sky to keep going. It is just a season. It is just a session. It is just a semester of suffering. But in that, you are still winning. Clark and I, I asked for permission to share this. He's like, why did dad even say that? Clark and I went to the Clemson-NC State game, and it was one of those games where it looks like we're going to lose. Fourth quarter, two seconds left. They had the ball on like the 15, our 15. And they just had to kick a field goal. You remember how short that field goal was, Clark? And everybody around was sad. You remember that? And Clark and I, we kind of have similar personalities. We looked at each other and said, let's just start walking to the car. <laughs> Dad, I don't want to be here. And I was like, me either. Let's go. They'd be like, see y'all, we out. We don't want to see it. So we had a long walk back, too. We like, we just will start the sad journey before we even get there. We don't want to see anybody else cheering. We don't want to be happy for anybody else in that case, right? So we started walking back. We got down the stands, got in the part where the concessions are, and we heard this roar. Ah, yeah! And I'm like, dog, NC State brought a lot of fans. And then some crazy guy runs. Whoa! He's just running. He missed. He missed. And I'm like, Clark, we're back in it. And Clark was like, let's go, Dad. Let's go back in. But, Dad, let's not sit by the same people we sat by. They'll know we're sore fans. Remember that? I'm like, just being like him. You're right, Clark. Let's not. Let's, let's run back in like we went to get a soda or something. Hey, guys, we're back. And we won in overtime, right? After the regulation, y'all. After regulation was over. You know, and I had to go back. Even now, I go back because my emotions were all twisted up and messed up. I've gone back and watched that game all over again. And man, what a different perspective. In light of Jesus' resurrection, it's time to take another look at our lives. And this is what you will see, that the Spirit at work in your heart because you have a living Savior and the resurrection power of the Spirit makes you already a winner. You're already a victor who is waiting for the last quarter to be done for overtime, for the time and moment 
after this life to finally deal death the blow of victory in your life when Jesus comes back and raises us up and we will forever stand and live in the winner's circle regardless again of what quarter or inning or season you are in life where you are stepping regardless of what that quarter or season or inning or chapter may bring you can bring this to it right death is swallowed up in victory Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. This is your story. If you are a believer today, this is your song. If Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, is in your heart, that no matter what, regardless of all that is going on around and with you and in your family and in your body, I know how it can be in your doubts. All you do is win, and all you're doing is winning, and all you have to look forward to is a win. So without fear or worry, put your hands up to work and in worship, in need of him, not just on uh, CME, right? Christmas and, and Mother's Day and Easter, every day you can put your hands up, right? And let him stay there, every worship service. All you do in Christ is a win. Let him stay there, stay in and with him, and in the grace of prayer and fellowship and word until he returns, and you can let him stay there. Because in Christ, you stay there. Because all you do is win. Because all he did on Easter Sunday when he rose again is win. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we, we thank you this Easter Sunday. It's hard to imagine that you would share your victory with us. We don't deserve it. We haven't earned it. Thank you for the grace of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray right now for those of us who are in very tense times in our lives. And we wonder, as the last verse says, whether we are living this thing in vain. Whether the work we do matters. Whether working hard on our relationships matters. Whether working, Lord, to, to come to get, you, to get to know you better, Lord. Whether continue to talk to people who don't know you, Lord. Whether we should stay in it to win it, Lord. It's just so hard Remind us of your resurrection. All you do is win. You don't lose those that are yours. Help us to know that. And those who are yours don't lose. Thank you, Father. We ask and we pray this for our people in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.